0: j-air.com.au You are listening to Jair, 88FM.
1: You are tuned into the Habo Radio Station, everyone loves.
0: Eighty-eight FM on air, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, and online at j-air.com.au.
2: Dear friends, and this is Warren Wills coming to you from Melbourne, Australia. The winter and beaming into a unnatural and uh, insufferable heat wave happening over there in London. As we enter the first uh, weekend, well, imminently the last weekend of june and that's half a year gone and this is 88 fm JR. this is the london beat huge call out jb jordan brown doing the heavy lifting once again from gillingham in kent in england this is a very much a special edition uh, as we focus on inclusion connection and gratitude and the first piece that you heard in fact was all along the watchtower played on a harpsichord and you may well ask why that is well before getting to that let me, first of all, as a personal call-out, send much condolences, sympathy and heartfelt loss and a yearning and a missing sadness that the following people, Anna and new Sally Matthews, both in London, Rachel Weiberg uh, in Melbourne, Susan Cullen, in London, Kurt Wildberg, Jack Morris, Jack Charles, uh, Mark Baker, an abused elder within the family and a partner who is recovering at Home From a Stroke. Just this year, we're only halfway through. And a farewell to the amazing Rauki Sakamoto, who died on the 28th of March. And a whole plethora of people who were trailblazers for better or for worse, and ended eras. And that includes Berlusconi, Tina Turner, Jerry Springer, Barry Humphreys, Pele, Harry Belafonte. And, as I say, in light of all of that, all of us are connected, all of us in their own way are included. And with that comes thanksgiving and gratitude. So the first piece we heard makes an obvious point about this. In Brook Street in Mayfair, just behind Oxford Street, there is a museum. And the museum is there to honor two extraordinary talents, absolute legends in their own lifetime and beyond, George Frederick Handel and Jimi Hendrix. They lived in the same house, would you believe, separated by two floors and about 250 years. Um, yours truly, Muggins here, came up with a rather bizarre idea. Would it be great to do a connection? An obvious thought, from my viewpoint. So I went in and I said to the, um, people who run the Trust, would it be great if we could play Jimi Hendrix material on Handel's harpsichords and play Handel's material on Jimi Hendrix guitars? They loved the idea. We did it. We started to put together a documentary, COVID got in the way, but nonetheless, what you just heard was, um, Myself playing the legendary Bob Dylan track, made famous also by Jimi Hendrix, all along the Watchtower, actually on George Frederick Handel's harpsichord. Um, it's an incredible coincidence, it's an incredible connection. And off the back of that, Streetwise, uh, an opera company in London did a piece called Timepiece, a book by Tina Jones. Uh, long-going friend of the show and friend of yours truly an incredible writer and librettist with whom we had an amazing success with Babel Theatre and Streetwise also took a particular view to this relationship between Handel and Hendrix using a promenade device which was just fantastic but this all makes the point of overlapping connection inclusion and gratitude i'm also minded um one of the great one of the great iconic if what extraordinary um landmarks in london of course is is a crossing made famous on the album cover in, 19, in 1967 by the beatles and of course it's abbey road well abbey road is indeed a studio I've had the great fortune uh, to do a mix of Genesis to Broadway there, indeed, with Adrian and Silas. Uh, I've also had the great fortune um, of doing the entire Simply Heavenly cast album uh, at Abbey Road, uh, which I was the composer, MD, and arranger for, which ran in the West End. Um, So a lot of fun for that. um, But it's all connections. Um, I noticed as well, just as you can't help noticing, an incredible story of survival about four kids in the in the jungle, the forest, I think it was the Amazon jungle, they were dropped off, or was it Columbia somewhere? And their, the mother died in a, in a plane crash or a helicopter crash, and there they were for 40 days, what remained one, I mean, incredibly young kids, and they managed to survive for 40 days, kids on their own in a very hostile environment. And then we juxtapose that with five billionaires, effectively, uh, of profound experience, with profound technology, profound wealth behind them, um, who perished after apparently an hour and a half, um, taking on um, the undersea exploration submersible world. Um, And what's the difference? The kids did it because they had to do it, and the five who perished, it seems to me did it with a, a certain dollop of hubris and arrogance. Um, I'm not sure if all five, but certainly from what we understand. But it's a very interesting juxtaposition. In the meanwhile, a huge call-out to Janie D, who's doing a Richard Burton thing at the National Theatre. The Astros are well and truly up and away. An incredible first test, just finished. Women's... um, Ashes are up and running now as well. And congratulations to Australia becoming the world champion, having beaten India over there recently. Uh, I see that uh, the young Harry has um, has got himself in and out of course. I'm um, not quite sure how that all went. Uh, the heat rages absolutely in London. And Boris, I believe, is no longer even an MP. Is that correct? What, what, what times will it in? What can I tell you? Extraordinary. Uh, in terms of memories and gratitude, this um, next piece is by a prolific talent, a prodigious talent, a wayward personality. But hey, we've all got wayward personalities if I sat here and I put my hands up and confessed to all the sins, heartache and hurt. Damage that I have no doubt been either wittingly or unwittingly responsible uh, for, we would be here for weeks on end. Nonetheless, I'm not here to cast dispersions, uh, to cast doubt shadows on anyone else, to judge anyone else, Uh, but certainly the next person, who was kind of a wayward brother to me, Mr Esteban Antonio. Incredible flamenco guitarist, absolutely mind-blowing. Ended up creating his own guitar, and uh, let's have a listen to him and see how he fits into this whole mechanism, this machination of inclusion connection and gratitude. This is Warren Wills and you are, of course, listening to this week's edition of The London Beat. <laughs> Welcome back. That particular piece, Esteban a Memoir, a just phenomenal, prodigious, unusual, remarkable talent, Esteban. Antonio from Guitar uh, met him through his manager, Steve Matthews, who's not with us anymore, became great friends of the family. And uh, this week, Sally Matthews, the mother, passed away. And Sarah Matthews is still with us, bless her, uh, carrying on, but with uh, quite a few challenges of her own. Um. Esteban dreamt, had this dream of Hashem. Have a look on Google, Hashem um, concert guitar. Has three necks, the bottom one you bow, bass strings. It's incredible. And what he does on it is incredible, I seem to remember. Not only being a flamenco master, his last wife, and there were many, uh, Erika, I seem to remember, lives in Germany with her son, their son, Giannini. Esteban passed away. I'm not quite sure, no one seems to know why, all these organs packed up, he was way, way too young, uh, he had extreme phases, he was an orthodox Christian, he was an orthodox Jew, he was an orthodox alcoholic for a time, um, great friends, and he had a relationship with Anna, uh, through my friends Joan Bogdan, Denise Warmby, through my friends Adele Anderson and fascinating Aida, he had a Canadian wife, he had a Japanese wife, he lived in Almunieca, through that I ended up living in Malaga, uh, the whole Spanish Scenario took shape and took flight from there. Uh, it was a time again, littered with passion, littered with joy, littered with errors, uh, such as life. Um, and yet, uh, we appreciate and love what went on in Spain. Garcia Lorca, Zazuela. and interestingly enough, working with Ken Hill on Zorro, where he took Zazuela, uh and actually invented an entire score. Tony Palmer, his widow, Pete Straker, with whom I worked, all to do with. Connections, connections, inclusions, gratitude. I see that Djokovic won the French Open. I see that at Jackson, a real trailblazer and pioneer, sadly passed away. Um, and these people, where, where they go, it's interesting, um, in London, the... Uh, the most creative, I guess they would say, go a uh, buried poets' corner, Westminster Abbey. But then you have a look at a few like Charles Dickens and Karl Marx, who are at Highgate Cemetery. Interesting. Man City won the Champions League. Not uh, much to say about it. There was a concert coming up. It will be next week, but I'll give you more information about this again. And it's all to do with freedom of speech, freedom of expression, expression, freedom of the right of publishing. Freedom of thought, freedom to play the music that you wish. And on July 1st, there is a whole thing organized by Felling Off Julian Assange's parents. Uh, more about this later because we'll be doing something on July the 2nd for all, not just Julian Assange, Aung San Suu Kyi, the suppressed Belarus, Ukrainian, and Russian arts community, uh, people like Navalny, and many, many more. Salman Rushdie, who, believe me, has plenty to say about this. Anyway, um, we're going to go to something very different from here. Uh, all these connections here. Um, this next piece is a recording by yours truly of Teen Spirit by Radiohead. Gosh, what's the connection here? Thanks again to JB Jordan Brown. Call out to all our friends of the show. Uh, 88FM at air You are, of course, listening to The London Beat. And here we go, madly hopping about. And welcome back, dear listeners, to this week's edition of The London Beat, where we're having a special edition looking at bizarre. Well, not just bizarre, I suppose. Um, They're not really bizarre. Well, they seem bizarre. People talk about six degrees of separation. It's not so much that they're bizarre, Uh, it makes you think, are there any coincidences? But no, I think we are indeed all connected. And this week's edition looks at inclusion, connection, and gratitude. And A thing to say about all of these things as well, as I said in in the very opening, and it's it's with great sadness a huge call out to Anna New, Susan Cullen, Sally Matthews, great dear dear friends in London who unfortunately have left us. I say Susan Cullen's a dear friend, that's not exactly true. It's more the impact that she made with um, my first opera company over there, which was Babel Theatre, and the role that she played in it, alongside myself and my partner in crime, Miss Tina Jones. And over here, the very sad loss of beloved auntie Rachel Weiberg, uh, Jack Charles, Jack Morris, uh, Mark Baker, an abused elder, as I said... um, dear partner recovering now back at home after recovering from a stroke now radiohead i'd never even heard properly of radiohead i couldn't name one of their songs until i began a project with eliza lumley eliza lumley uh he's now has an incredible position at universal she's the head of universal uh music theater division but she was an actress uh and still is an actress i guess and she did all sorts of things from mamma mia to all manner of things and we met through royal academy of music doing house of obsession a piece about marcel proust this is all to do with connections again she met a friend of mine steve trough with whom i did hot pickers and went on to do a number of other things with from the royal academy of music he went on to magnets uh, a little bit like me being the facilitator behind the relationship between sharon d clark and susie mckenna uh, with whom i gave the intro to uh, interesting in the most anyway so it was through all of these connections that we then went on to Eliza Lumley and Radiohead which she did an album the music doesn't necessarily easily or automatically lends itself to being pianistically interpreted but nonetheless that um, that is what you heard and it opened up again so many connections inclusions and gratitude uh, whether it was um, Phantom, uh, Alistair McGowan, uh, which led on to Panto, which was in Wimbledon. Uh, Isabel and Anna passing. Uh, Haringey Shed, Mandy and Jessica leaving on to Kazakhstan. Teen Spirit. And it's interesting, with, of course, uh, Radiohead, on first listening, you kind of think, gosh, that kind of sets up. This sort of depressing tone. I don't think so. I think on the piano it actually uh, speaks quite well for itself. It is quite beautiful. The next piece that we're going to listen to uh, (laughs) as we go through all this um, is a piece about Almeria, a Spanish piece. We're going to pause for a break. You are, of course, listening to this week's edition of The London Beat. Huge warm welcome back to all of our listeners for this week's edition of The London Beat, a very special edition, and we're being very gentle with people that we've lost this year and people who've been really, have had life-changing injuries, people we care about, people that we love, and people that we want to see get well, and for that reason, this week's edition is looking at Connection, inclusion, and gratitude. And again, so many opportunities have come up recently. And whether that be... um in London, uh, again, with people like John Farns doing incredibly great humanitarian stuff with the Belarus and Ukrainian communities, whether it's JB doing his own extraordinary production work, whether it's people like Vanny Vabiola over here when we had the great chance to work with an Indonesian songstress whom I see recently a blind religious Indonesian songstress has made quite a splash on America's Got Talent more about that later and how that led into chinese collaborations young world choir iofc which is the initiatives for change and then there's a whole other dimension that comes out of this thing of wanting to do well with peace and that all has to do with the middle east ilam al five jordan the crown prince the wedding recently middle east peace initiatives the connections are endless now then so the piece that we've just been listening to now Almeria, was a collaboration between myself and Esteban Antonio. He moved to Spain, I moved to Spain. We both lived uh, in Andalusia, near Malaga. Famous for Pablo Picasso, uh, Antiquera, Corazon, uh, Pedro, and the Malaga Foundation, Antonio Torres, very much the base baritone. The Piano Museum where we met, Ronda, an extraordinary place. Mabea, the Cambank, getting mortgages there, the role of Catholicism there, the proximity to the Middle East. People smuggling, Dubai. Sensible music, how we ended up meeting Ilam al-Madfai El tufa in the studio. Um, all of this. They are humble beginnings. They are coincidences, they are connections and very much valued and very much appreciated. And again, which led on to the whole thing, which we are now going to launch again, uh, which involves people like Huda in the Middle East, Ron Finkel in the Rosanna Project, Vanni Vabiola, Rumi the Persian poet, poet Amit Rihak, the SBS producer, and so much involved over here. A huge call-out again to Jessica Wilde, who did the lead for us in Kazakhstan, Alistair McGowan doing a Piano Festival in Ludlow, John McLaughlin with whom I've been enamoured, inspired and blown away with for the last 50 years. And I note that Chicken Shed, um, which is a sister company of Haringey Shed in London, got onto the semi-final of Britain's Got Talent. Plenty to think about, plenty to connect. We are going to pause for some music. The next piece that we're going to hear is called Yoffy. This is Warren Wills and you are, of course, listening to this week's edition of The London Beat. Sadly, dear listeners, all good things must come to an end in this week's edition of The London Beat. Of course, is no exception. And as we get into the closer, and we listen to Yofi, which was recorded in Munster, near The Hague, produced by Albert Van Damme, who was a great friend of Salvador Dali, whom I met through Oshri Evan Zohar, who was an Israeli animator and spent a lot of time in Amsterdam, subsequently meeting Xaviera Hollander. Zaviera Hollander, the happy hooker herself, was in kind of... The Harry Potter of its day it was such a well-selling, best-selling novel. And being a smart, savvy operator that she was, and quite a controversial character, and by the way, she just turned 80 a couple of weeks ago, many happy returns, Xaviera. She released her book to coincide with her deportation from the US on a trumped-up charge of moral turpitude. It's an ancient, absolute rubbish charge, but they had to get her out of the country because they didn't want to round you the Watergate trials. She would have brought both sides down. She was the star witness in what were called the NAP trials on corruption, which brought Mayor Lindsay and the NYPD down, and the head of the NYPD at the time, Chief Detective Bill Williams, who ended up doing 30 years on a double Murder app. However, that that defines a particular period in time, which also took us across to New York. Was involved with Amsterdam, but also, and a more up-to-date thing, the Indonesian situation of looking for a collaboration with uh, the Consular General here, Cancoro Vassesso. It's remarkable to think that Xaviera was born. Xaviera de Fries, a South African girl, and her father was a doctor in Indonesia for the Red Cross during World War II. What happened was the Japanese then came and invaded, took over Indonesia, and received a directive from the Nazis, the German government, to set up internment camps, male and female. Footage to this very day exists of a female internment camp with a particularly out-of-place young girl, blonde hair and blue eyes, and that is how Xaviera Hollander spent the first four years of her life as a prisoner of war in an Indonesian internment camp. Who would have thought from such a extraordinary beginnings she would become the most famous madame in New York and the world? Who would have ever thought? I mean, interesting as well, talking about these connections... Dear and beloved Rachel Weilberg, beloved aunt of mine, who passed away so recently, came over from Poland. Met Kurt Weilberg, who came over from Munich on Kristallnacht, and the whole relevance between that and the World War One Jewish veterans who fought alongside their German brothers in World War One, and it was this particular thing that saved the entire family when on Kristallnacht Max, Kurt's father, revealed the Iron Cross to the Commandant at Munich Railway Station which became the Passport to Freedom. It's extraordinary it's all to do with connections inclusion and gratitude and it is with a heavy heart that we bid a fond farewell to both Kurt and Ray Weilberg and latterly this week to Sally Matthews, and amongst a whole cosery of much-loved and much-missed people who've left us this year. The connections go on, and whether it's looking at World War One, Pack Up Your Troubles, and how the connection came with Snoo Wilson and Aubrey Powell, he who did the um, Pink Floyd um, album cover. the big selling album with the prism, with the uh, light, that gets fractured through it into a rainbow, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, which then went on. Oh, the whole thing with Amsterdam, Albert Van Damme, Sherry, Indonesia, William Cooper, Kristallnacht, Latrobe, Beth Boydie, Shepie, um, Shep there's Les Twentiman. It goes on. There are just so many. Even more latterly, we hear about what's going on in Russia as John Farms does a translation of Vladimir Vysotsky. And then we find my partner here, who has a relationship with Valery Panoff, who is a great friend of hers. It just seems to me the whole world, it's not six degrees of separation, it's one degree of separation. We are indeed all joined at the hip, which is why... We need to be caring. We need to be careful and gentle with each other. We need to be gentle with our planet. That is it for me. There's so much more to come. Watch out uh, for the Peace Initiative, which is going to be happening this time next Sunday. More about that soon. A huge thanks to all those who participated in this program and in making all these connections, inclusions, and the gratitude that I feel possible. This is Warren Wills, 88 FM, for JR. London Beat. Hope to see you same time next week. Many thanks. Be well. Be safe.
0: is committed to diversity and inclusiveness for the Jewish and broader community j-air.com.au Hi, this is Mark Kopolov with a reminder that you can support J-Air by joining as a member at j-air.com.au Your membership fee of $54 a year will help Jair maintain its commitment of bringing your community to you. Do you like what you hear? Send us a text with your suggestions or requests on 0404 55 Hi, this
2: is Manasha Kaltman reminding you to.